Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Boleyn. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends. I'm back. We're back. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you've been a longtime listener, it feels so good to be back. And what I mean by being back is that I took a little break for majority of the summer and decided to rebroadcast some of the most popular episodes of all time. And honestly, I am feeling so refreshed from taking a break. And sometimes it's okay to pause on content creation and simply share the amazing content that has already been created. I think, you know, we've had over 350 episodes. And one thing that I've learned about content creation is that it's really about not necessarily creating more content, but getting more eyeballs or ears or um, yeah, eyeballs or ears on the content itself. So I made that decision to take a little break and it was so, so good, but I am ready and excited to be back publishing and creating new content for you guys every Monday on SoloCast. And we're bringing back podcast interviews with guests and I've already recorded some and they are so amazing. So get excited about those. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, I want to give a shout out to this week's iTunes reviewer. Amanda's podcast is such a bright light for anyone thinking about stepping out on their own. With her mix of guests who have done the same thing, listeners are able to see their big ideas aren't crazy or impossible, and there's a whole other world out there of people who are living a life on purpose. I also appreciate the solo episodes with Amanda, where she's real and genuine and opens up about her own lessons learned, real tangible examples of how she's making things work for her. I also get a ton of inspiration and actionable takeaways from this podcast. Well, thank you so much, Salwala14. I really appreciate you taking the time and leaving a review. You guys, if you've been tuning in to the podcast, if you would take three minutes and hop on the iTunes app and drop a review, that would mean so much to me as a content creator. These reviews are so, so helpful. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited that I get to be here producing content for you guys to listen. Now for today's solo cast. This episode is all about the cost of perfection as an online business owner and coach. This topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. And the more and more I work with my clients, I see so many dreams never realized because of the fear of not being quote unquote perfect or the fear of making the wrong decision or choice. So usually the clients, when I work with them, this all comes out that they wish they would have started taking action years ago, but there was this paralyzation from the fear of not having it be perfect. And so much of what we do and don't do and how we behave is rooted in the thoughts that we think. Because our thoughts create an emotion that causes an action and produces a result. This is something that I learned years ago, probably almost a decade ago when I read Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book. It's all about, and I remember seeing that title and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Think and Grow Rich. Mm, Sounds a little woo woo, but it's not. It's so true. And I think once you really try on and understand that process, your world is limitless because you start to really take hold of the fact that your thoughts control everything, okay? Now, here's how to tell when perfection is rearing its head and getting in the way of you 
taking action. Now, the first one is pretty self-explanatory. It's because you're not taking action, right? And so one of the way, one way to look, um, one way this looks is when you're just starting out and you think to yourself, oh, I want to get started, but I don't know if where I start is what I want it to look like long-term. So why even start, right? We know that the journey is not going to be the easiest journey because if it was easy, everybody would do it. And we think that, you know what, if it's not going to be the way that I want it in three to five years from now, what's the point of even starting? And you're afraid that it won't be perfect and that you'll make the wrong decision. But the truth is, is that there is no right or wrong decision. I want you to try on that thought that there is no right or wrong decision. I promise only outcomes. And you'll get where you want to go faster by making a decision and finding out that the decision you made wasn't the decision or the path that you needed to go down in order to get to where you want to go. Staying stagnant and living in this, oh my gosh, I don't know what decision, I don't know how to get started, I don't want to, it's going to be crappy first draft, which by the way, newsflash, it's always a crappy first draft, so don't be afraid of that. You just have to start somewhere, right? This happens a lot. We think that because our business isn't immediately going to look like we want it to long-term and it's not going to be perfect, we think, what's the point? And going back to our thoughts create an emotion that drives an action that produces a result, when we think to ourselves or ask the question, what's the point, the answer we get is, well, what is the point? Why even start? And that's where we become in this closed loop and we spiral out and we don't actually get into action. What is happening is that your brain is thinking so far out in the future, it freaks itself out and you become paralyzed. In that moment, you want to recognize where your focus is at and how it makes you feel based on the thoughts you're thinking. And if you think, what's the point? Your response will be an action that doesn't ever get you to move forward. It will be stagnant. And sometimes when we think so far out, We begin to feel internally constrictive and we feel that contrast. I know that when I was a business owner starting out and people are like, put your five-year vision, what's your three-year vision? I'm like, dude, I don't even know what my three-month vision is, okay? So in that moment, when you think so far out and it starts to freak your brain out, I want you to bring it closer. Can Can you create a vision for the next 30 days of your life? Start there. That gives you tangible things. And as you begin to take action, you begin to see, you get to see, you start to see a longer runway. So that's where I want you to start. Number two is if you're constantly redoing things without them actually playing out and wanting to constantly fix and improve. And so this could look like so many things from you put out a freebie and you launch it, but you spend more time trying to update it and make it perfect rather than promoting it, right? It's that fear of like, oh, it's not good enough. It's not perfect enough. I need to tweak it. I need to tweak tweak it. I experienced this. If you have listened to a podcast episode that came out um, at the end of 2019, I did a review on a launch that I considered was a complete flop. Okay. And in that I learned over and over that I was So I was constantly reinventing these offers. I was constantly wanting to come out with a new offer because I felt that if I had a launch that didn't do as well, well, then I need to fix it. I need to change it. It just didn't work. It wasn't the right thing. And in reality, 
it actually had more to do with my ability to stay committed even during the failures and the flops that allowed me to gain traction. Um, I've seen this proven out even in 2020. I've come out with one offer. I've stuck with it and it has grown into a five-figure month reoccurring business. And it is the most amazing thing because when you stay committed to your goals, regardless of the failures or the outcomes along the way, you really get to see that traction. And so if you can stay with it during the uncomfortableness and not pivot and not waver, amazing things can happen. Okay. The third thing is, is that, you know, perfection is rearing its head. If you find yourself comparing your work to others to see if it is quote unquote good enough, and you start looking outside yourself for validation and ideas on your business and the approach that you're taking. And you start to, you're, you're just looking at other people to be like, Ooh, what are they doing? Let me copy. Let me template what they are doing. And we've all been there. We see someone in social media who is a direct competitor who has been doing their business for years, might I add. And then we compare their start. We compare our start to their decade long efforts, right? We compare our business that is making $500 a month to our competitor who's been doing this for five years and making five grand, 20 grand a month, right? And what happens again is it causes us to spiral out. And I have an upcoming podcast episode where we're talking about how to create constraints and space to actually achieve your goals. And so it's vitally important for us to stay focused on our own efforts and not get distracted by what others are doing. Okay, you will be light years ahead and further along if you stay focused on what it is that you need to do rather than looking at what others are doing outside of you and getting distracted by that. Okay, so the next one, the cost, the actual true cost of perfection. The true cost of perfection is number one, your happiness. Your if if you're because your happiness, if it's conditionally based on perfection you are costing any yourself any sort of ability to be happy. And if you can only be happy if and when something happens, it's really hard to be consistent. And so if you're ecstatic when you land a client and then you're sad and frustrated and uninspired when someone doesn't sign up or your business doesn't go the way that you want or it's not 100% perfect, you are going to be trapped in this constant loop of highs and lows, highs and lows. The great perfect example is if you think that, oh, I'll be happy when I make $75,000 or when my business does six figures in revenue, then we're not lear- you're not learning the ability to be happy in the moment. And so when you hit that six-figure mark, you're then going to say, okay, well, you know what? I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be really happy when my business hits seven figures. Or another way that this could look at is, I'll be really happy with my body when I lose five pounds. But then you lose five pounds and you're never happy. So it's learning to choose happiness in this moment and understand that perfection is a lie. Number two, the cost of perfection, it can cost you your business. If you live in a constant state of perfection and um, paralysis, you won't take action. My friends, imperfect action is better than perfect passive action. 
I know some of you are listening to this podcast. You have an idea of and, and a passion that you want to make a reality around your business. And you, you have this inspiration of like, here's how I can really help people, but you're paralyzed as to where and how to get started. So if this is you, I want you to head to she did her way podcast.com forward slash training and sign up for my free training that is happening in the month of September, starting September 14th, about how to start building your coaching and online business. And I'm going to give you tangible steps to get started because that my friend is some of the most challenging pieces is just getting started. And if I can help you just to get started, to get out of your own way, to get out of the mind blocks and to get out of the things that are stopping you from taking action, to get that engine going, that is how, that is what, that is my sweet spot. And I want to help you do that. So head to she did at herwaypodcast.com forward slash training. The third thing that the cost of perfection, the true cost is that it will cost you your future because the current state of your life is based on previous thinking and the thoughts that you thought, okay? Your life is a lagging indicator of your previous thoughts. And if you're currently thinking thoughts about perfection that are paralyzing you, then it will be hard to get to the next level or version of yourself. And you can't create your desired, your dream business, your dream life by criticizing today because the thoughts that you think today create your tomorrow. And so what I want you to do is really think about how can you redirect your focus, which I'm going to talk about here in just a minute, because now I want to move into like, how do we move away from perfection and get you comfortable with imperfect action? Okay. So we talked about what perfection paralyzing looks like, and we talked about the cost of perfection. Now I want to talk about how can we move you away from perfection and get yourself comfortable with imperfect action. So the first thing you can do is you can remake your decision on what being perfect and imperfect means, right? So bring into awareness what the meaning of being perfect is to you in your life. Maybe you were raised in an environment where everything had to be perfect. You had to be perfect. Your work had to be perfect. You, you were trained to get A's on all these tests. So take inventory of experiences growing up, pressures you may have put on yourself about being perfect, and potentially any fear you have around not being perfect, right? If we're always trying to live up to the standard of being perfect, we're too busy doing that to actually live a life that we want. And I want you to understand that meaning that you are making perfect mean and decide to make perfect, decide, make being perfect mean something else. So currently imperfect or not being perfect may mean to you that, okay, if, it, if you're not, if it's not perfect, that just means that you don't want it enough or that you didn't try hard enough or that you're a failure. And the question is, is could you give a different meaning to perfection or imperfection. So for example, I am okay with B minus work. I know that everything I put out there is not going to be perfect, but if I can get the first draft and the first version out there and make it B minus, at least I can always go back and change it, but I'm not going to let making things, thinking things have to be absolutely perfect in order for me to take the next step. And so I celebrate taking massive, messy action, right? Celebrate the wins, celebrate the quote unquote failures and outcomes. So that's one thing. The first thing is remake, remake your decision on what being perfect and imperfect means to you. How can you celebrate being imperfect? The second thing is, is I want you to redirect your focus. Instead of focusing on 
the actual outcome itself. So let's say you're putting together a group coaching program, instead of focusing on whether or not it is perfect and focusing on that, okay, it's only going to be perfect if I get eight people to sign up, focus on the program you've made and who you've become along the way and how you're showing up for whoever and however many people are in the program. Focus on the journey, not necessarily the outcome. Because again, if we put all of our energy and focus on the outcome, we can do a couple things that can happen. One, we forget about all the things that we need to take care of along the way. And two, we go back into that conditional mindset that if it isn't a launch with, if it's not booked out to eight people and we get four people, then we can spiral out. Having that booked out coaching business and that booked out coaching program will come. It's holding that vision and continuing to move forward and resisting the urge to pivot when it's uncomfortable. This is also very helpful when it comes to moving your business forward because so much of what we experience in our physical world today, like I shared earlier, is a lagging indicator of our thoughts. And the thoughts you are thinking right now will manifest itself later in your physical world. If your thoughts are focused on being perfect and therefore stop you from taking action, that is what you can expect to experience in your physical world. Also, if you find yourself focused on how amazing everyone else is doing, that will also cause you to spiral out and think your work is not good enough, thus never taking action. So redirect your focus and protect your energy. If you start feeling bad, and we've all been there, and I even catch myself too, I ask myself, what am I focusing on? And how can I redirect the focus to feel better? The second thing, no, that was the second thing. Just kidding. There's three, there's there's a couple things here. The third thing is really rewiring your thoughts. And some of these kind of blend together, but what you think impacts how you feel and the actions you take and don't take and produce a result in your life. This requires you to become very aware of what you're thinking and also not thinking. If you want the result of someone who you aspire to be, you have to understand what they're thinking that drives their choices, actions, and way of being. For example, if you think, ah, well, if I don't, if I don't know for sure that by taking this action will get me what I want, then what's the point? Instead, I want you to try on, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to do this. I can really learn what works and what doesn't. I don't know where or what the outcome is going to be, but I'm excited to experiment with this and just try it out, right? Two different thoughts, two different types of energy fuel that brings together that gets you into action or not in action. The last bit is detach your worth to your need to be perfect in what you make it mean because you are already 100% worthy just the way you are. And it took me years to really understand that I don't need to be doing all the things and achieving all the things in order to be worthy. We are all innately worthy because we are human, okay? So for example, when you feel like your life is in perfect alignment and something is perfect, do you then only feel good about yourself? Do you only feel good when you make a certain amount of money? Do you only feel good about yourself when you reach a certain level of achievement? Do you only feel good about yourself when you get a pat on the back from your coworker? Do you only feel good about yourself when you are constantly climbing the ranks in the corporate ladder? And how can you feel good and assured that you are worthy all the time? And it, like, if, if you only feel good about yourself in those moments, like the question is, is how can you feel good and assured that you are worthy all the time? And the truth is, is that again, you're worthy regardless of age, income, actions, and conditions. We are all worthy because we are humans. 
Unfortunately, we've been raised to believe that our worthiness is only conditional by potentially achievement, behaving in a certain way that others have set these conditions with on ourselves and that we are really at the mercy of other people and life and external things that are not ours that are from internal. I remember that the only way I'd reward myself or feel good about myself was if I had a quote unquote successful launch or if I made a certain amount of money every single month. And it was the moment I decided to let go of that condition and step into my power and abundance because I am because I am human, I was able to release all the low vibrating energy. And again, it wasn't easy and it didn't happen overnight, but I kept constantly choosing to let go and choose to be happy regardless of the conditions. Choose to know that I am worthy and was worthy and still am, um, regardless of what was conditionally happening in my life at that time. And I want that for you. And again, it's all about a practice. It doesn't happen overnight. You can't just do it one day and think, oh, well, it didn't change anything. It didn't work, right? No, it takes time. And that's why the focus is so important on the daily habits and not necessarily the outcome. It's just like working out and wanting to lose weight. If we constantly are focused on the scale, we're then going to make decisions based on that outcome. And sometimes the outcomes we want and the goals and the dreams, that stuff takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, okay? So to do a quick recap, Again, perfection looks like not taking action, constantly redoing things and comparing your work to others. And the true cost of it can be your happiness, your business, and your future. And a way to move, um, ways to move away from perfection and get yourself comfortable with imperfect action is to remake your decision on what being perfect and imperfect means, redirect your focus, and rewire your thoughts and detach your worth from the need to be perfect and what you make it mean. Friend, it is time for you to bust loose from this perfection game. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to drop us a review on iTunes and join us inside our free private Facebook group. And you can do that by heading to shedidathearwaypodcast.com forward slash HWC for Her Way community. Until next time, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidatherwaypodcast.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did Her Way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review letting me know what you love about the She Did Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.